Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tom, Drew. what's going on? I write recording because for Anchor, as soon as the guest comes, it, it, it starts. So, welcome back, everybody. Um, episode six of season two, I believe. Maybe episode seven. Not really sure. But our guest here today is Tommy. So, uh, let's get right into the intro. Boom, pipe it up. Boom, pipe it up. Ka-ching, pipe it up. I think that's how it goes. Okay. We're back. Back from New Year's. I think we... uh. Is it past? I think I talked. But I think I talked Christmas to Zerlak. How was your New Year's, Tom? Are you ready for twenty twenty one? Are you ready? Oh man, ready or not, it's here, man. We don't have a choice, do we? It's it's upon no, us. Not really. We're, we're three days in already. So isn't that crazy how time works? Just like you never get it back. Whoa. Hey, a wise man once said, "The grind doesn't stop. It's just our job to keep up." You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. How has your grind been? Your gym grind? My gym grind. It's been all I right. Just, you know. I just got back from a workout. Did you? I I might work out later tonight. We'll see. But um, I uh, I've been going. You know, well, first of all, I don't really go to the gym anymore. I have no I purchased, prison workout. They said, yeah, it's usually a prison workout. But I did purchase in August, before I left for my senior year of college. I purchased some adjustable dumbbells at my yeah, local Dick Sporting Goods. So I do have those now. And then we have some weights that my dad I think got passed down from his dad, which is basically just like. It's, I mean, it's a barbell, but it's not like the, it's not like the 45 pound, like, like 20 barbell pound, you probably. see at every gym. Yeah. This thing weighs like maybe 15 pounds. It's like a little 15. metal rod with okay. some ancient plates on it. So you can, you can load it up to like, we have like, we have like eight tens, eight fives, and then four, two and a half. So you can load this thing to like maybe 150 total, but it does the job for certain things. You can, you can bench that. Oh yeah. It does the job for certain things for sure. Um, I just been doing uh like my dad has some weights there, so like when I'm over at his house, I use those. But a lot of push up or a lot of pull ups and different variations of push ups. Like today, I did probably around a hundred pull ups slash chin ups. My arms are oh, dead. that's that's a good amount. That's impressive, honestly. I I I didn't count, but I did a I know like usually I do fifty, mm-hmm. and I did like double. I was at the pull-up bar for like double the time today. I wasn't counting, but I know it's at least seventy-five. That's I know a, at least that's, that. Yeah, that's a ton. You'll be you'll be feeling that for a couple of days. I bet. Yeah, and I was trying to get my core really involved. That's the most important important part. I'm oh, trying yeah. to get my core. But Good. um, but yeah, man. How was your new How was your New Year's Eve? My New Year's Eve was good. I um, obviously didn't want to do anything too crazy, considering the circumstances that America is in right now. For but sure. I was up north with my family from the 28th. We went up there, and I stayed there till the 31st. And then I 
drove back three hours to East Lansing where I go to school. And okay. I was there with 10 people total. Went to, we had a little house party and we had a good time. How about you? Okay. What did you do? Pretty similar story to me. It wasn't like um, most of the people, I was around 10. Um, I would say like eight of them I work with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just quit my job. You quit your job. Well, we New Year's Eve was my last day. Um, well, yeah, I, you know, I'm moving. I'm moving in 14 days, 13. Mm-hmm. Days. Wait, what day is it? Third? I'm moving in 12 days. Today's the third. Yes. So I'm moving in 12 days. Okay. And um, I wanted to take like a week. I got to go up to GR to find a new job so I can start working right as I get up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, man, um, not no longer a delivery driver. That's probably crazy. one of the longest I've ever worked at a job, though. But From July to January, around six months, longest I've ever worked months. somewhere. I mean, how how many actual jobs do you think you've held in your in your young life? Around ten. Never been fired though. Ten. Never been fired. That's good. I've never been fired yeah. either. But I haven't had ten jobs. I've had. I've worked for actually three. I've worked for three actual places, and I've had one job that was cash, which was through like Brighton Baseball. And softball association yeah. doing grounds crew, so four jobs, never been fired. But so we're we're both never been fired. Has anybody in MLW think been fired from a job? I know Alec has also had a lot of jobs, but he's not a, he's not a fireable guy either. I feel like. Um, I feel like Andy's actually a pretty good worker. I feel like people would think Andy would be fired, but he's actually a really good worker. Um, <laughs> maybe like, do you think Clayton maybe? Clayton. I don't know. Clayton did some landscaping. I don't think you might hear some yelling in the background, classic family stuff. But uh Clayton Clayton done some landscaping. I don't know if he's that's how he got injured. But um um, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um now we got some good hardworking individuals here. No one no one's getting fired. Yeah. Did you uh hear about what I got for Christmas from my mom? I did not. Let's let's hear it. She got she got me a shadow box with my with my jerseys in it. Oh wow, that's actually sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, though, she didn't tell me she was doing it, and so mm-hmm. she didn't have my discount code. Uh that's so. Right. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, mom, you should have just told me. I could have gotten you so much, so much cheaper." <laughs> that's all right. I uh, what did my I asked for because I my computer is starting to run out of space because like a lot of times when I do editing for like Kyle and stuff for Instagram clips or like making stuff or whatever, even though I don't do a ton of editing, but I usually have to download the stuff off of YouTube. And mm-hmm. so, like, I have a bunch of just downloaded YouTube videos on my laptop, and they just they're just adding up and adding up. And I hate to delete things because then you have to re-download them, and it just takes forever. Yeah. So I got I asked com- for an external hard drive, and I got that. My computer's shot right now. Is it? My brother. That's why I'm. This is why this is what's happening. But I'm selling my car soon. I think this oh. week because I just got a new car. Oh, you got a new so, car? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's a beaut. Oh, it's a beaut. So oh, you're selling, oh, you're selling the Focus. Yeah, I'm selling the focus. It's you're actually my ex girlfriend. It's a shame to see that thing go. That's a, that's been a trip yeah, but car. It'll be with someone I trust. That's true. That's true. So, uh, I know um, I gotta I gotta buy a car here pretty soon. Either I was thinking originally I was gonna buy like the car that I've been driving for my dad, but that thing's getting so old now. I don't know if it's a if it's a good investment. Yeah, that's fair. My uh, mine's an 07, but only has seventy thousand miles on it, and I've heard this car. These types of cars can get up to about thirty or three hundred thousand, so I'm pretty sad with it. I'm happy with it. Yeah, my the car that I've been driving, which like I said is I call it my car, but it's my dad's car. Um, it's a yeah. 2010 
Pontiac Vibe, but it has two hundred and oh my god, two hundred vibe, two hundred and six thousand miles on it. So it's it's getting up there in age, you know. I have a friend who who got a Pontiac who got a Vibe too, and I was like, that's a great name for. Well, a the car. rumor on the street is that Vibes just <laughs> the Vibes. I call it the Vibe, but rumor on the street is that these cars though they go forever. Like I've heard two hundred thousand. Yeah. It's just it's it's young at that point. So yeah. Starting its life, it still Starting runs good because we've taken good care of it. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, um, I don't think we've had anyone talk about Noah's retirement. Like you, you're pretty close to Noah. He's your roommate. Mm-hmm. What like? Uh, when did you when did you find out about it? Um, well, for sure. Like when when was it concrete? Like when did say, he say? I'm done. I'd say it was pretty concrete. I mean, I think coming into this year, it was kind of like. He'd like mention it, but I wasn't sure how serious he was about actually being done. If that makes sense, yeah. But then once he took his job offer out in Maryland, I that's think where that's it is. When it became pretty concrete, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've I, when I'm when I'm older, like uh, depending on what happens with everything, but, like I would love to live on the East Coast. Like Maryland <laughs> is like a little bit south than I want to go. Like I'm thinking like Connecticut. I'm, yeah, I've like never. I really haven't traveled that much, to be honest. I mean, I I have like a little bit around the U.S., but like with MLW, we've traveled. But well, I mean, I've like, been, dude, I've never been to Maryland about, besides like D.C. I've been to Washington D.C. with you know my school in eighth grade for three days, but that's it. Think about Boston. We went to Boston. Like when I went to Boston, I was like, I could. This is sweet. Yeah, are you are you a city guy? You think, or are you more of a? Uh, no, like I think I would live outside of Boston. Sub like, suburb guy. Outside. So, oh, totally. So, okay, yeah, I don't think I'm a, some people like, like that environment though, but yeah, I don't consider myself a city person either. I mean, yeah, I'm moving into the city, so we'll see how that goes, honestly. But the city you're moving is in, into is a bit smaller than, say, Boston. I mean, a little bit, but I think it's still, it's pretty, it's like for someone who's never lived in a city who lived in Pinckney his whole life, yeah, small town Pinckney. That's true. I mean, moving to GR, that's a, whew. <laughs> That's a bit of a step up, but still, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how Crash Davis does up in GR. Correct. But uh, how's everything else going with you, Drew? You got you got a semester of classes coming up, or what's on what's next on the schedule? Yeah, I got to sign up. Uh, I'm only going to probably be taking two. Two but, classes. Um, two and working. Huh? Yeah, two classes and working. That's that's a perfect load. Mm. I just took a drink, of my protein shake. But oh, um, yeah. got to get those gains in after your workout. Of course. Uh, no, I got to sign up for them still, but. Washington can sign up till like for like three more. You have like three, like two, three more weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan State does something really weird, which our fans probably don't care about too much. But basically, our classes don't really start like in person until January eighteenth, I think. So I still have two weeks until class. Yeah, I won't be going. Doing, but I, I won't I, be doing it in person. And I only have twelve credits, and then I'm graduated. I'm done. Wow. Dang, Tommy, congratulations, man. I'm basically just an old man at this point, man. Do people have grad parties for college? No. no. There's still a graduation ceremony, but there's not grad yeah. parties per se. I didn't know if like people... Like, not that, they not have, that like... I will be having one. Maybe maybe there's kids out there who do do things, but I, w- I will not be having a grad we party have, like, per your, se. We have like your... I'm, I'm assuming like maybe like you might go out to dinner with like your parents or something. Maybe dinner with the, the direct family. But who knows yeah. if it'll even be a ceremony because I know like the last... Two ceremonies have been virtual, so I'm not quite okay. sure what they're going to do yet. But I yeah, did apply. I, uh, I already applied and got approved to graduate in May. So, oh boy, that's awesome. Unless, unless you, I fail a class, which won't happen, but just saying. Yeah, I am. Um, next, the fall semester, this upcoming fall semester, will be my first like 
full semester. Like I'll be a full time student. Oh, you're not gonna. Are you still gonna try to do some work though while you're in classes full time or no? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a part time job, but um, I'll be taking probably around like fifteen credits, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. It depends what you can handle. I've done. I think the most because I came in with fourteen credits before I even started from AP classes uh-huh. in high school. So I think the most I've actually had in a semester is fifteen, but a lot of kids do eighteen or take some yeah, classes my, too. So my ex always was like at least seventeen, sometimes eighteen. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, that's a lot. Uh, but she also, I don't think she had, a, I don't think she had a part time job at the time. So I will. So I'll probably be like, what's full time? Is it twelve and up? Twelve is considered full time, but twelve okay. usually isn't too bad. Fifteen gets busy, but you can you can do a part time job with twelve, fifteen. I mean, eighteen you can even do a part time job, but just limited free time, you know. I might have to do 12 just because, like, I'm going to be trying – I'll probably be trying out for the baseball team mm-hmm. um, at Grand Rapids CC. Drew, so, I think uh, your athletic career, I feel like, is something that's just going to linger until you die. You're never going to give up on anything. Ever, You're going to go from no. baseball to wiffle ball to maybe some golf leagues, maybe maybe slow-pitch softball. Oh, I'll be in a – I did – I play – Oh, I totally plan on being in an adult lacrosse league. The adult lacrosse league? Yeah. See, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want to be an adult. I did. I did intramural softball at MSU, and I don't know. It just wasn't like it was. I I was so like, sports are like more stressful for me in that environment than like they are fun because I like expect myself to still do good, you know. Mm-hmm. Tom, I was shooting the other day, like in lacrosse, mm-hmm. and the one thing about me lacrosse, like I don't really like. I'm not. Like I shoot hard mm-hmm. because like I have a baseball background, so like that helps. But I like I'm not good at any of the rest of the sport. That's but, like, I was, I, mean, hey, you I was, got something, you got something going for you. I was gassing the ball up to like low nineties, no joke. Jeez. I I never got like, to lacrosse. I had a lacrosse stick that a friend, well Chad Rensey, got for me. I think actually mm-hmm. as a birthday gift one time when we were like best friends and we were twelve, but. I never got into it too much outside of like playing catch okay. in the front yard with it. Yeah. Well, you're a golfer now, aren't you, Tom? We gotta go sometime. Go- <laughs> Calling me a golfer is a bit of is a bit of you a like reach, you and en- you enjoy golf. I-, I would love to be good at golf sooner rather than later, if that makes sense. Did you see Dan's new golf club? No. Did- what did he get for? Was it a Christmas gift? Dude. Or what is? Yes, it? he got the nicest driver on the market. He got a driver. He got the nicest one on the market. I mean, that's that's Dan only uses the nicest things on the market. Come on, what do you? Dan got the the cow, the, the Callaway Maverick. Oh boy, I know. We gotta. I gotta see that kid. That kid needs to be a better golfer with a club like that. He better pick up his game. Honestly, I've gotten all my clubs for free. Zerlag's dad. Yeah, I've, gave I've me never paid a full for, set of irons. I've never paid for a golf club in my life. I've gotten my. I have right now the golf clubs I have are like half my bag is my grandpa's old clubs and half my bag is my uncle's old clubs. <laughs> um, so, yeah. wait, I have a quick question, Tom. Yep, I'm here for only. Is it answers. tonight? Is it? Is it tonight at eight or tomorrow at eight? The award ceremony comes out. Uh, the award ceremony. Is that what you said? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I believe. Do you want to do like a quick like, kind of predictions thing? Or oh, yeah, like we, can, talk we, can, we can break down some predictions for sure. Okay, so let's start with rookie of the year because I know who I would vote for, but I know like a lot of people disagree with me. Yeah, this was I. I am big into regular season. I believe wards are like regular season. I things. do too. But that's not how the, that's not how it's set up. It's not set up like that. Yeah, I know, and I don't like how he phrased the most improved either. 
So what you're saying, how you can improve from one year to the next or throughout the whole season? I don't mind that. Yes. I You don't mind it? I don't mind it, no. Uh, I mean, you can think yeah. about it either way, but we can get into we can get into some predictions. Rookie of the year, you know, there was, you know, I'd say top candidates in my eyes were, you know, you think about the draft picks and people who played phenomenal this year pretty consistently. You know, Chadwick had a solid year, Jorgensen. Mm-hmm. Cheatham. Yes. Would yes. you put anyone else, anyone else in that conversation? We had guys like Liam Jackson. Come yes. In, but they didn't play a full season. Is the thing you haven't named? You didn't name the person I'm thinking of. Still. Oh. Um. Norp. Oh, of course, Jimmy Norp, Nick Saylor. I mean, Jimmy Norp count. had like Jimmy Norp. Jimmy Norp's average had the is best insane. Batting average of anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. Like quiet too. Like when I looked at the stats, I was like, Norp was that good of a hitter. It was. Like, I'm pretty sure he was like standalone by far. Do you watch all the videos? Hold on one minute, Drew. Oh. Roswell 2014. <laughs> God, gotta love people barging into your room. Um, what were we talking about? We, we retraced my thought here. Um, I said, do you watch all the videos? Yes, for the most part. You do? Yeah. Okay. I watch at least a little bit of every video. Yeah, so, like you're, so what you're saying, for that. you're just saying that Jimmy's average kind of flew under the radar on you? Yeah, because I didn't watch all of his Dude, games. he's just started raking towards the end of the year. I mean, yeah. the thing I think that would hurt him, is, like you said, is he didn't have a very deep postseason campaign compared to other rookies. Yeah. And but yeah, I would still, got overshadowed I still make by... a great argument. I could still make a great argument to cast a vote for Jimmy Norp. If I had to vote for the rookie of the year without overthinking it too much, I would probably give it to either. I'd say my top two would be Norp or Cheatham, just because they can both pitch very well and both hit the ball very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Whereas I'm, I'm I mean, Georgie pitched very well. Sailor hit very well, but the, I don't think those guys were as two dimensional as Norp and Cheatham. Chadwick, Chadwick was honestly Chadwick is up there too though. He he, I don't I have to take a look at his numbers, but he was solid on the mountain at the plate. I don't think Chadwick's numbers were. I think because they think he had some outlier games, but like he was still a scary hitter. Like I think his average was like two seventy something. Okay, which is but like not bad. I think not he's a be- standards. It's not bad at all, but I think he's even like better. Like he's not like I think like every time you face him, you're like okay, I got to be careful with him. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's, I mean, what's, what do you want to move on to the next one? Like maybe manager of the year. I mean, that one's obvious. I think, I don't even think we need to discuss that one too much. Do we, we don't need to, except for one thing I want to discuss. I saw a post by like a fan account that said, Brendan Zerlag's the best manager of all time. And here's why. And I said, let's calm down for a second. <laughs> He's I been in the mean, league for two yeah, years. I don't. I would not say it's like that by far. It's. I mean, this is the first year we had a draft, so like that was big. I know, but it wasn't like um, he made any like independently phenomenal moves like with his team that like really changed the game or anything like that. In my opinion, yeah, it kind of just, like, just everything kind of just worked out really well for him. How you like? I know. I'll, you weren't looking I'll to like, draft anybody that worked out in his favor, obviously. He had two players that turned out really well, but I don't know if he's like the best manager of all time. I I don't really know. I it's know. Hard. 
Like you look at a guy like a guy like Ward last season. And like what Ward did was crazy because like he took a team that wasn't like extremely talented at first and they became very good. So I don't know. It's just it's hard to compare. I would say Agner's up there. Yeah, Agner's good too at recruiting guys and getting his boys hyped um, up. But yeah, I think I, I think say... this year you have to give it to Zerlag just because of the draft. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not disc- yeah, Zerlag gets it easy. I just saw that and I was like, all oh, time. Come on. That's a heavy word. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'll let you discuss Gold Glove because I'm impartial. Like, who would, who do you honestly think? I think, like, a lot of people would, like, I saw a lot of people would be like, well, you can't give it to Drew because, like, he had those two catches. But, like, I think if, like, you look throughout the season, there was a lot of other plays that, like, I made solidly to. Uh, granted, I didn't watch, the, like I said, because I didn't see J- Jimmy's, all of Jimmy's games. Yeah. I didn't watch I said the first, all three games of Ben Wilson. Two people I think of would be Jimmy and you. That's my top two, I'd say. Oh, not. Not Ben Wilson. Wilson, okay, he was good too. I forget. There's so many good players now. It's crazy. Wilson, like, Wilson was great as well. Okay, top three: Wil- Wilson, you, and Norp. I obviously would say myself because I know all the stuff. I like yes. all my games. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Ben was solid out there. I mean, I'm trying to think. Those are the. I I'm embarrassed. I forgot Wilson because he was very solid in the outfield, no doubt. But I'm trying to think of like. I don't remember anyone on the Gators being outstanding out there. No one on the Mallards, I think, deserves a vote. Um, the Cobras, I would say you. Wildcats, I wouldn't say anyone on that roster deserves a gold glove. I mean, Schultz is a solid defender, but I don't think this year mm-hmm. he made anything like crazy happen. That mm-hmm. Maybe he did, but I, I think of the standouts as Wilson, Norp, and you for sure, just because of the amount of plays that were made that were you know out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Out, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, okay. So do you have a pick or are you just kind of like, those um, are the top three? Like, I, I, I could make a case for any of them. Yeah. Norp and you both made two really solid catches. Yours were both in one game. I'd probably give it, I have to like go back and watch some film, but if I had to vote, I'd probably vote for Wilson. I don't know. Damn. Okay. But also because right. Ben, Ben didn't really pitch where you pitched a lot. You know what I mean? So yeah. He's in the outfield a lot more. That's why I'm excited for... Like I'm excited for my draft pick because I think he could potentially take over our A spot for pitcher, mm-hmm. and I'm like okay with that. Like I love playing. Yeah, like, playing I love fun. not pitching. It's definitely fun. It's it's so fun, especially after doing it for so long. You know. Yeah, like pitching, like after like when you pitch a whole season, you know, you get a couple innings in center field. It's like oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's fun to play in the outfield. Like the All Star games, you get that experience too because you only pitch one inning or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, Silver Slugger, I feel like this is, like, the hardest one to me. Silver Slugger, I'd just because his average was so high, I'd almost want to give it to Norp. But if not Norp, then I'd say I'd say Norp, Kyle Schultz, or maybe Sailor. Or Cheatham. They all, my, they all think my, my top two were, were Sailor and Norp. Yeah, Norp's average is just so high, but I think Sailor had seemed a like every time amount more home runs, you know? Sailor had, like... Just the X, like the X factor mm-hmm. about it. Like I feel like a lot of his hits and home runs just came in like were just big hits or big runs. Yeah, he was always hitting home runs with guys on base and everything. That's why. But then Cheatham as well had just like a lot of clutch dingers, you know, throughout the whole yeah. season and the postseason. So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough one for me. But I'd say My- Cheatham, Sailor, or Norp. Norp's average is so high. That's why I would like lean that. I way. think I voted for Norp. I think I voted for Sailor. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I voted for Norp for rookie of the year. It just felt like every single series, Sailor was hitting like a three run shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. The Wildcats um, kind of raked between Kyle and Sailor. I'd say that was the best. They, hitting, they really that was did. the best hitting duo. I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, what about? Do you have one that you want to go to next, like Cy Young MVP? Uh, let's do Cy Young, and then we'll hit MVP. We don't need to talk about most improved too much if you don't want to. I I don't think we need to talk about most dedication or most or most clutch, most improved. I don't think those. Okay, because that's just kind of objective. Okay, yeah. Like. We can, let's get into uh, Cy Young, and then we'll go with MVP. Cy Young. Cy Young I had Kyle. You had Kyle. Yeah. Cy Young this year. I have to look at the. ERA I think it's between thing. Kyle and Ryan. Yeah, Ryan was solid. Um, Stats based, I think it was Jorgensen. Like was on pace too. I think for sure he kind of had it locked up, but then had a bit of a rockier second half. Yeah. I'd probably give it to Cratch. Honestly, he was very solid. Was Cratch, very consistent. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Cratch? Um. I voted for Kyle. Okay. I remember the stats being very close. Um, but at least in terms of when we faced them, um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I guess I just it was just something like if I was like Kyle has it this year for some reason. Well, no, that's, that's like Kyle seems Kyle seemed. Kyle seemed different this year. Yeah, he seemed like he had it locked. Well, down. I guess this can this can flow into the the main topic here, the MVP race. But yeah, I think in my mind, it's it's got to be. I don't I don't know how the votes looked or how they looked and who won, but in my mind, I feel like the MVP has to be Kyle. I know a lot of people. That's who, that's why I had that's who I had for MVP yeah, too. Because like I think number one, first and foremost, I think when you think about a wiffle ball MVP, it has to be a kid who can both pitch and hit. Obviously, I don't think you can do. Yeah. Even though in 2017 when Noah won. I was going to say Noah. Noah won as just but, a hitter, but I think that was just too focused on his postseason. I don't know. Yeah. But he had a crazy postseason, around, though, like, especially against me. Yeah, all around, I think Kyle was just phenomenal on the mound and at the plate. It was just – I think he was just the all-around best player this year. I'd say it was either him. Yeah, I mean, I'd – You could make an argument. How low was – Cratch hit a fair amount of homers, I felt like. I don't know what his average was. Cratch hit a lot of homers. He had, like, seven. I'd say I think of Kyle Schultz – Ryan Cratch or maybe Chris Cheatham just because Chris Cheatham was also so valuable to his team for that postseason run that they went on. Yeah, but see the the that's why I would have him as postseason MVP or World Series MVP. Like to me, MVP is like a regular season thing. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like I would I would have Cheatham as World Series MVP, mm-hmm. but easily. But in terms of MVP for the awards, to me it's locked Kyle. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. I, I didn't really have to think twice about that one. Like, Cy Young, I did have to go back to. I was like, Ryan, Kyle, but MVP, I already knew who I was going for as soon as I opened up the link. I was like, it's Kyle. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one 100%. Um, I think that's all the awards, yeah, right? So I'm excited for the fans and you. Like, I know you probably you were there when it was filmed for part of it, but this award show is kind of a different look for us. It's going to be cool, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the, pl- um, the privilege and honor of being the host of this award show, um, so. Yeah, I had to get dressed up. Yeah, I know you had a little costume and an all, and all little alter ego sort of thing. Yep. Um, and I had to do some like parody, a funny parody moment that I hope I we did a lot of takes of mm-hmm. it. What I do you mean? Kyle a lot of takes. Spent probably... This was a live show in front of a live audience of thousands of people. Drew, what are you talking about? You're you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, no, I'm excited for the fans <laughs> to see how this turned out for sure. I'm excited to see how it turned out too. Me too. Me too. 
Um, but in terms of the one, the one take, I, I mis- misspoke when I said multiple takes because it is a live show. <laughs> I truly believe this. There was one person who got snubbed. It's the biggest snubbing of all. Oh, time. I think I know what you're. We're not. We're not going to spoil it on this podcast. But I think you know. What no, you're no, no, no. To. We're not going to spoil it. And I know. And to be yeah, honest with you, you, do, I, you agree? I agree. I agree with you. There was a snub. Yeah. It's almost been a snub. And I don't think anyone listening to this right now, if they're hearing this before they watch the award show, knows what we're referring to, but it's a snub. Oh, yeah. It was a snub. It's, you'll know. I don't think people, people will be like, what? But they'll see I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. It's tough. That's how it goes sometimes, man. These award shows can get political. You never know. Fans can, fans I know. can vote, but a lot of times what you see on, on the videos is different than what you, what's actually put out on the field. So, yeah, I'd say there was a snubbing for sure. That's fair. Um, I want to. Ta- I wanted to talk to you a little bit, but I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about it. Just like some of the uh, extracurricular stuff, like for MOW, like tournaments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That you know, like we may not have gotten to do, but we thought we might do. Like, are we allowed to talk about that? I, I know there was one that we were thinking about, but we couldn't do it. I mean, it. I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't get into too many details, just to, like disappoint people or throw anybody out there under the bus, but. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were definitely okay. – I'll say that, like, we were trying to – obviously – Well, I wouldn't say it's anybody's fault. Oh, no, it's, it's not. I'm just saying just because, like, it's, it's obviously not anybody's fault. Pandemic, I'll, I'll but... just talk about it. We'll break it down. I would say, like, for anybody listening, like, obviously it's been a very challenging year in terms of, like, scheduling tournaments and trying to get things on the calendar because of all the restrictions and how certain states have other more restrictions than others. And we try to like, get something together and then things change. And like, we were super lucky to be mm-hmm. able to have those tournaments that we had in, you know, August of last summer and they yeah. all worked out pretty safely. Illinois was fun. Illinois was fun. Yeah, no, I'm really bummed. I didn't get to go, but um, anyway, so yeah, we were trying to get oh, something yeah, on the sure. calendar yeah. for like early January. It didn't work out. And then we're hoping we can get back to that location on a different time. And then now I guess we got to kind of so. turn our focus to try to get stuff on the calendar for, you know, this summer, obviously we're hoping to return to where we've been and then, Hopefully, maybe add another f- cities, a few cities as well. Um, but yeah, the tournaments, I'll ask tournaments you, are, what's the city you want to go to most? Um, there's two. There's two on my goals list. Yeah, I think. Like, what's your? I think like something on the west coast would be cool, just because we haven't really tapped into that area yet. We haven't really been out there and hosted okay. anything. And one, also, like down south. One of my two is we've only kind of that we've area. mostly been focused on Mine's, the midwest you know which is closer for us yeah i definitely think we could be more like a national presence for sure yes Do you want to hear sure. mine denver okay is one i would love to do denver and next one would be Ooh, that'd be cool i bet you there's a lot of we've had some international teams come in for the michigan tournament but not from toronto i don't think they've been from like the yeah area or... i don't think so well ontario has they have a really good uh, national team, right? Right? Like, isn't aren't they like pretty big at NWLA? Yeah. Oh, is it OCWA? I think it's what they're called. Oh, yeah, yeah I think them. we played. Them. Yeah, I they're think really so. Good. Yeah. Me and Dan weren't there, and it was like a one-zero game, right? No, it, it was wasn't like, that close. It was yeah, it was, no, it was close, but it was like six to five, and it was like all scored in the first inning. It was like crazy. Oh, for yeah, real? I think. Because I remember, I think we hit first in that game. You'd have to watch the video to go back, but I'm sure you can't perfectly digest it in the video format. But I want to say, like, I was pitching and gave up, like, three or four runs in the first. and then, But, no, we hit first, sorry. So, we got on top, like, four, three or four nothing. Then I blew the lead in the very first inning, and then it kind of stayed right there the rest of the game. But we ended up losing by one. But it was a crazy game, and they were they were a good team. How did – how? 
How did your arm feel after NWL? It wasn't. It wasn't even just my arm, man. It was my whole body. Like I was working <laughs> an office job, and like I probably looked like a moron walking around from Monday through Thursday of the next week. Like it was so like the in like just like in and around my hips and like butt area was just so stiff. Like I could, it hurt so bad to move, but. It was, I mean, it was fun. It was definitely, like, a really cool experience, and uh, it was just cool. Like, cause I, we, like, I worked Which, on that pretty hard, like, pitching from that distance and unscuffed balls, like, several, pretty much the entire summer leading up to that. So, it was just really cool to, you know, go out there and try it. And I, I wasn't, like, I didn't do phenomenal or anything, but I wasn't, like, ashamed of my performance mm-hmm. out there or anything. Would you say, Anchor's being right real now. It says it's loading something. I don't know what's going on with some of the time <laughs> we're at, but anyways. Um... Would you say that one of the funniest moments of your life was Dan's pimped single? Uh, funniest moment of my life? No, but it... <laughs> okay, sorry. Funny, funniest moment of your wiffle oh, ball career. We've had some funny moments in our wiffle ball careers. <laughs> Although that, that's that's one of, one of my favorite. It, it was funny just because the kid, he's young. He shows up from his baseball tournament. He gets gets out gets out the <laughs> suburban. Comes in, walks onto the field, steps into the batter's box for his first at bat, and we haven't scored a run all game. And bang, first pitch, just hits a missile in the left field, and he just stops and stares at this. <laughs> he didn't even move out of the batter's box. It wasn't like a shuffle down the first baseline. He was crush it and just stare at the ball. And then we all just started screaming, we're like, "Run! What are you doing?" It was so funny. And his defense, because every and then it didn't every go over. That we've like played in outside of our own. We never we oh in our own we don't even run bases, so we never run bases at these tournaments. So I think that was just yeah. Well, I don't think it was an intentional like pimp job on his end. I think he literally just thought no. I don't we're think we're so in our head. We're so programmed to just like hitting the ball and watching it. We play in Twinsburg and <laughs> our own, in our own tournaments. So, but it was just well, so funny. Tom, the best it did not go over correct. It hit the fence. Tom, I think the Tom, the best part about it. Is what happened oh, 30, seconds, 30 later. seconds later when the ref goes, under no circumstance are you allowed to leave the base until the ball is hit. <laughs> the ball, the pitch is thrown and the bullet plays dead. He just kind of steps off. Just it's like that. That's all that is. Once again, it's I just habits because in baseball, you're so used to like, yeah, just stepping yeah, off. Like you can around like that. that. <laughs> Nothing happens. But yeah, it's just bad habits. Uh, ump goes. Yeah, that's what, that's what sucked about that it was like, the third out. What? That was the tough part. I know. And I think we almost got kicked out of that tournament because Alec went Alec a little ballistic. Yeah, I mean, it was understandable. And he, well, the thing, it's fine. Yeah, we were I all kind of it It's a rule. Uh, it doesn't really matter if it's a good rule or not. It was <laughs> explicitly stated. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that was a pretty funny moment watching him. I'm trying to think of other funny wiffle ball moments, like, of all time. I, th- I think it's hilarious um, that – well, David that, that wasn't on the field, though. I'm trying to think of, like, on the field funny moments. It's hard to remember everything that happens from every series, though. It's hours and hours every single summer. I know there's one that sticks in my mind that everyone thought was funny at the time is when uh, Campbell oh, was gosh. on my team. And he finally made contact with one. And I think Dan made, like, a spectacular – he hit it mm-hmm. against Daniel. And Dan made, like, a spectacular play at first base. And he gets thrown out. 
and Cam just kept on running until he got to like the street, and you just hear him yell, I yeah, hate with the ball. There's some classic <laughs> Garricky the strikeout bat tosses. You can see it in that we have one yep. not top 10 video that we've ever made. You can, it's still on YouTube, you can still find it. And um, the number one play on there is the stri- Kyle Garricky strikeout bat tosses because he would strike out and just like. The best way to describe it is toss the bat. It was I remember several different varieties, like bat slams, tosses, just everything, and it's so funny. Kyle also had another hilarious clip where, like, he hits a fair ball, and like, he thought because it like crossed third base fair and then rolled foul. He thought it was a foul ball. He didn't know the rule well enough, so then he like got all mad uh-huh. and started coming back to home plate. And then Mr. Schultz is like, or no, I think it's Daniel Schultz. Daniel's like, fair ball behind the camera. And then Kyle looks and then starts sprinting. Kyle Gierke, it's so funny. Tom, I've mm-hmm. got the funniest moment. I oh. watched it last night with oh, my boy. family and friends. It's the 2010 MLW Oh, Awards. that's classic. When, when they announced we the talk- MVP. I was talking about this on a different podcast you... with uh, Mallard's Y. And you stand up. And you stand up. I need do I haven't it. seen that video in ten years. <laughs> do a three sixty spin. Do a three sixty spin and sit down. I have it's so funny. Was that, that that was staged? Yeah, I think I was telling this to a, another person on a podcast earlier in this week that um I like I'm yeah. honestly I don't even remember because it was so long ago, but I'm almost positive that, that yeah, I'm pretty much ninety I'm almost positive that I already knew I had lost, but like in my head, my ten year old head, I was like, "Oh, this will be funny to like, to like act like I thought I won because people will think it's well, people will think it's like not staged. They'll think it's a live award show, you know." So I was like, "I want to react like yeah. I already won." So then, like that was my mindset at the time. And then, well, that also it's so funny, mind, dude. That like when that video was uploaded, it probably got all of six views in the first six months. Like, who would have thought that now we'd actually have a bigger fan base? And now people like play it back, and it's hilarious. That... But it's just. That video is classic. Dan has his well, Daniel's sandals like seven on years old, dude. And it's just, I know he's so he's just a child. He's We're a toddler. Toddlers. I mean, basically, Brendan Brendan Schultz is maybe That's twelve true. or thirteen in that video. Me and Kyle are around ten or eleven. I know. And Daniel and Rachel are like eight or nine. We're, like everybody's so young. We're watching it. And Brendan came up, and my dad goes to our friends. He goes like, "And that kid has two yep, patents." That's now. right. That kid's a college graduate, full time employee. We're all just we're growing up. That's what's cool about YouTube is like you can just go back and it would be a shame if like one day like YouTube videos or like YouTube ever went down and they like deleted everything off of it. Which yeah. like we still have, we still have. That's like videos, I, but like for the fans, like want to look mm-hmm. back at it, it's, it'd be a shame. Uh, I watched the game from 2016. Mm-hmm. In the day, and I understand why people around me hated me. <laughs> well, that was a long time. 2016 doesn't sound like a long time ago, but it's 2021. That was five years ago. It doesn't. I was, dude, that's, I was 14. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, 14 year old kid with braces and a broken arm. Yeah, that is crazy, man. Like, but, I don't know, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it also, like, at the same time, it does. Like, I feel like I've been playing in the Wiffle Ball League forever, and I only, like, came back in summer of 2017 so like hasn't even been that long but it's just crazy time is time is weird yeah time is weird i got i might try something here real quick and then i might have to invite you back okay. if it doesn't work all right all right and oh, we're back. Tom's back 
Tom's back. It didn't work. So I had to add you back, and I'm just going to link these two together. So it might be a little chop in the middle of that recording. We'll see what happens. This is what happens when you have a computer. So this is what you got to deal with. This is just the raw podcast. This podcast could not be any more raw nowadays. We appreciate everyone bearing with us through these tough times. And uh, this is just this is just the authenticity of the podcast. You're seeing yeah. it all. Guys, if your Mac computer is over 10 years old, it's time to get a new one. <laughs> um, anyway, you, okay, didn't so where... you just get that one, though, or no? I mean, it was given to me by my brother. Oh, it was your brother's. Okay. It was my brother's. He had it for a long time. He, like, it wouldn't update anymore. Mm, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we're, um, we're, bearing, we're, bearing, we're getting through it. People are bearing yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. and uh, we're, still, we're still producing the podcast. That's what's most important. Of course. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, like old times, like us as children. Oh yeah, we're talking right? about as the years go by. It's crazy, crazy times. Oh, I'd like to talk about something. Cause someone like asked me to talk, get more in depth about it, and it kind of goes along with uh. The controversial like call of, like when Dan stepped off and got out, and then Alec was yelling at the commissioner of that tournament. Well, I had a similar situation this year in MW. Oh, I think your, you were there. Your controversy, and I learned that Kyle was like really close to like like ejecting me from the game, like telling me to like <laughs> leave the game. I don't. Think How so. true do you think that is? About it, I don't think it's extremely true. But how upset was I? Like you were there. Like I was livid. Because, like, I because I, I remember you guys saying, like, you guys saying, I remember Tom talk, saying something to, to Kyle, and I hear him, like, in the back and go, this is going to be bad. Like, Kyle goes, I think we should give it to him live. And I hear you go, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I'm like, okay, was, the worst that can happen is, like, that he's safe. It's just a hard then, thing to, like, enforce but that that's the rule and the rule so the rule has to for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about first of all in the al no it wasn't even in the playoff series yet but it was it was a no. play in to get into the playoffs basically it was the basically last a playoff regular season series in the al between the cobras and the magic winner would get the last playoff spot mm-hmm. and like in order to prevent people from just like getting inside the park home run or from like advancing multiple bases on a bad throw we have lines spray painted on the ground to but the thing is out like, of play line for a one base advance. So it's yeah. a one base limit. And during so the regular season case, during the regular season, ahead. usually like the lines fade after a couple games and like we don't really it's more of a playoff thing, I think. Yeah. In the regular you're, season, you're right. it's you're just right. in the regular season it's just kind of like based on eye. And like the thing about it was is it went past the line, but it wasn't like an egregious thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like when everyone saw the play, like, there was it went like two inches over. It barely went over. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So it ended up giving them a run. Correct. And I was like, I thought worst case scenario. I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, the kid's safe at third. And Andy was there backing it up too. That was the thing. It wasn't like it was, like we had to run. Like Andy was there backing up my throw. Mm-hmm. And he kind of picked it up. So well, we, we had no idea. Is like so yeah that rule and obviously it. Luckily, you still won the game. Yeah, and um, but obviously you had to throw more pitches and stuff like that. But it's just it reminded me a lot of like stuff that happens to the Detroit Lions in the NFL. Yeah, oh my gosh! Like, yeah, you, it was you, the like, Kelvin Johnson Chicago Bears rule. thing. Yeah, like you uncover a rule like that, and now, like, see now in the future, we'll probably have the Lions like a little farther away and stuff like that because of the one time where you got screwed by it. That's just the sad reality. But 
yeah. it was the right call once again, but it just it was it the right call. Su- it just sucked my, for you. And I remember my main argument to Kyle was like, I just remember I kept saying, I'm like, I'm like, I get the rule, and I was like, but that rule is not meant for that type of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're, and he you're was like, it's you're, the rule. Kind of correct because like the ball didn't sail over; it just like trickled past it, which was unfortunate. And someone was like, "Well, how do you um, like how did you almost get ejected?" I'm like, I cursed Kyle out pretty badly. <laughs> and yeah. I think there's even one point in the video, and what yeah, he, he directed, to, he has to bleep you, he has to bleep you in the video. And someone said, "Like, what did you say to Agner?" And I'm like, honestly, I don't remember if it was towards Ag- if it, it was. I don't, I don't think it was towards directed, Agner. It was, at anybody. It was just directed at the world because you were frustrated. I think I know. I th- that's what I think too. I think I threw it like I just walked him, and I was so mad at myself. Yeah, it's exactly. And someone that. was like, "What did you say to Agner?" And I was like, "I don't think I said anything to him. Like, not like we talked." trash to each other but like i don't think i mm-hmm. like cursed him out yeah that was funny i mean we have moments like that all the time where like guys will get upset and stuff like that and that'll keep happening too as the league expands but you just gotta work through it and i was i remember i was just trying to calm you down and i was like drew it's just one play you got this i know and, but yeah um yeah, was, i think was, i did that's better a good story i remember you texting me after that game or after the series and well, was this like was when i'm I proud of you playoff, hopes yeah, I know. When, exactly. When lost... this, this is a funny a couple of days for me and you. <laughs> it was, dude. I remember. Well, I remember you texted me after like I left the six runs, and we almost like we had like a like we were trying to come back, and you were like, "Hey, I'm." Pr-, and I felt I was like, like, I appreciated this text so much. Like you, te- you said to you like, "Hey, I'm proud of you for not giving up." Yeah, because usually and when like, the wheels come off the bus for the Cobras, <laughs> it's just it's just it's over. It's the next thing you know, it's twelve to zero. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and even I, like I got it was, a, it was I, a step it was a step in the right direction for your career I think yeah I and I was looking back at the pit, the first home run Liam so I was watching that video the one that Liam hit the first one mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a bat like it was like get me over a riser but it was going top right corner like it wasn't even a bad pitch he just yeah, I mean that out. happens a lot like where I'll make a pitch that I not a lot but most of the time it's a mistake but like there's pitches where I make them and I'm like you got to be kidding me what I immediately think of is um. I threw in the 2019 NLCS game one. I think we lost to the Eagles. And okay. it was, um, I had, we were up by one going into the last inning and I had Daniel 0 and 2. Mm. And like, I don't like to just like waste the pitch, but I was definitely trying to get him to like chase one, you know? Yeah. And I threw, and I know he's, the thing is, he's seen my drops so many times. He's a very good hitter and he's very good at hitting that pitch. But I threw a drop, like, just down and out. Like, I, I yeah. think it was going to hit the corner of the zone or be a ball. I threw a drop down and out, and the kid just gets under it and hits a home run on an 0-2 mm-hmm. count. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I could have yeah. just pitched. I could have done anything but that. Like, it wasn't like it was a full count and I had to throw a strike. I had him 0-2, and the kid hits a home run. I was so Tom, I got, I got a secret. You got a secret. You're going to share a secret on the podcast from the fans here? Well, I don't play you next year. Correct. We Unless you're playing play the World Series. The World Series. That's going to be the only time is the World Series or All Star game. But when I face you, that's the pitch I'd love to hit from you. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm like, not going to say I don't, I don't swing unless you throw that pitch. You're talking about a drop? You're talking about down and outside? The gypsy drop. The dro- I lot, don't swing unless you throw that pitch. Like, you like it. I, you, Waylon, Daniel, Kyle, like a lot of people who have been in the league for a long time can, can rake off that pitch. I like it when you throw it high. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And it drops in that top corner. Like, I like that. 
Mm-hmm. I would. Well, I had my. I had my best performance of the year against you guys this year, but couldn't couldn't yeah, keep that good. couldn't keep that uh, consistency throughout the whole season. Yeah, we uh, I don't want. To, I don't know what happened with us, honestly, man. Like we just like sucked. Yeah, we had everyone has those days. We had we had a sucky day against. Uh, no, I'm talking about the whole season. We just sucked. oh the co- honestly though it's it's not it's it's a lot harder to be a good team now than it used to be. You know. It's yeah, and like that time. first series, dude, I was so confident after that first series. I'm like, we played so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys kind of raped um, that first series. Yeah, especially like the whole like, like I was so proud of Andy hitting that like single and then and then beating out the throw with his speed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a quality. Like, you don't see that in MLW that much. It's like a walk-off home run or a tying home run. Mm-hmm. You don't see a, uh, an RBI single where the kid scores from second. Like, that's just unheard of. Yeah, that is crazy. On a final play. Um, um, you got anything else for this podcast this evening, Drew? Like, I, we're kind of getting yeah, close to wrapping her up. I, I got one thing. I, I want to ask you for one thing. How do okay. you – what – what are you? How are you feeling now that the office got taken off of that place? Oh, uh, I knew this was gonna come up. I knew this was gonna come up at some point. It's a, it's just, you know, it's probably a good thing because, <laughs> first of all, I'm trying to play a, not that I really played that much compared to some kids, but like Xbox and Netflix. I mean, it's, it's I feel like you need to have a bit of it just to kind of stay in the pop culture loop of things, but like. At the same time, it can mm-hmm. hold you back a lot. Like TikTok, even though we have a TikTok and I've made TikToks and like I monitor our TikTok, like I, I don't do have a TikTok. Use, I don't use TikTok at all, and I know kids like grown men my age that like waste yeah. hours a day on TikTok. And I'm I don't even have to, it. I'm proud I'm scared. I'm I don't even have it. Yeah, I mean, so the, I guess the office is off of Netflix now. I can either a watch a new show to like get something just new out of something. Like at least like the office, I think like. Everything, even if it's a waste of time, like video games or like TV, like you can usually still gain some type of quality to it. Like the office, you get some good jokes and like you can relax. And like video games, good for like your social life. Like I don't play. Yeah. I usually don't play video games alone. I'm mostly like just doing it to like hang out with a friend, even though we're not together. Yeah, me too. And, like hang me out with too. a friend that I haven't talked to in a while and stuff like that. So I don't know. A lot of shows out there, like even if it's some like one minor scene or something, you can like just like learn something or get a new like phrase or a new something, some type of yeah. quality can be added to your life. So I guess now I don't need to watch The Office again because I pretty much have that show down pat. The With Office? With that being said, I'll probably still watch every Office clip that pops up on my YouTube recommended, but that's, yes. that's the all, point. All I'm going to say is if you haven't watched The Office, if you're like, if you're like, I would say like between the ages of like maybe like 13 and 16, mm-hmm. you're not going to realize how much you're missing out. <laughs> Until you're about 18 to 20, and every time you're at someone's house, like hanging out with friends, there will be at least one reference to the office, mm-hmm. guaranteed. And you'll be like, you'll be lost. That's <laughs> true. It's true. The office I mean, is just, when we, when we hang out, Tom, when we hang out, Tom, mm-hmm. I would say 10% of our con- of our conversation so just is so office related funny, there's just so much funny stuff in there man steve carell steve carell is amazing yes. it's just a great show it's just every part about it is great well any good show even if it's at any good show like i guess especially like i think this applies more because like obviously you hope like a like a drama or like an action movie has a good plot but like if you're a comedy or a horror movie a horror movie like when obviously like the main 
point of your show is like to be funny or like to be scary, but yeah. like, you need some sort of good plot in there, like yeah. to keep me interested. And that's what The Office has. It has just like so many good like main plots and subplots throughout the show. That... That's what I loved about How I Met Your Mother too. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I didn't like about Arrested Development. I had I couldn't watch Arrested. Well, the reason I said like after a while, the reason I said horror movie too because like a lot of my roommates or friends like watching scary movies and I'm never interested because I'm like this is dumb like all these movies are horrible and there's like just like a couple Mm -hmm. jump scares and stuff but the one the one the one one scary movie I liked is um is called Sinister. Have you ever seen Sinister? No. Sinister. I can't really spoil it because it's like kind of like a it's kind of like a mystery too and like I like figured it out before they said it in the movie and I was all proud of myself. But that's like the only horror movie I've I've seen where I was like actually really interested in the plot of the movie as well. So that's why I said that. The Office is the same way, but just for a comedy, it's not just jokes. It also has a good plot. Do you remember? Um, did you ever see the one with John Krasinski in it? Oh, the uh, the Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. That's great. It was really good. That was, that was that's that was probably my favorite. That was decent. But you got you gotta watch Sinister. I'm telling you, you gotta watch Sinister. Okay. And it's like pretty scary, um, but uh, like if you hate scary movies, you probably wouldn't like like it for like just for our audience members. But like I don't, I'm not a scary movie fan, and I wasn't like it wasn't like a bunch of jump scares or anything. It was more just like the plot of it is the scary part. Yeah. Okay. All right. But Sinister. Yeah. How Sinister. new? Who's my any, movie, rec- any, movie recommendation for the week? Is Sinister. any A-listers? Um. Honestly, I haven't seen it in like, probably like five years, but. I always think of it okay. as my go-to like scary movie when I recommend to people or who haven't seen it already. But I couldn't tell my you. Go-to, that's, that's my go-to. That's my recommendation. That's my recommendation for the week. My go-to is the boy, and I'll give a recommendation too because I think it's funny, and you're gonna hear it, and you need to be like, "Oh my gosh, I know them." Or you're like, "Drew, what music do you listen to?" My music suggestion, my music recommendation for this pod is a band called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Okay, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. So we got we got so you don't know for the fans, and we got we got music homework for the fans. Yes. Okay. Fans. I think if you if you ever if you listen to Rainbow if you like if you look them up after this you're gonna be so surprised at the type of music like based on their name you're gonna be like like you would think like when you hear their name you're like I bet they do this type of music but when you hear them you're like I was not expecting. Oh, this I, at I all. never judge a book by its cover, Drew. I never judge a book by its cover. Really, I do. All right. Well, fans, there's your homework. Don't come crying to us if you don't like what you see or if you get scared, but there you have it. Drew, do you have anything there you want to send it. off the fans to start their 2021? Any beautiful words of advice? I'll try to think of something um, here. Me too. Um, uh, shoot. If you, oh, you know what? I'll do it. You know, I'll, you know what I'll say? Yes, Drew. What, to what are you going to say? Your 20, to start off your 2021, right after you listen to this pod, Go look up on YouTube Jim Valvano's Jimmy V's speech at the Aspies. Oh, that's, that's a good piece of advice. And that is just – that will get you going. That will get you going. Whatever you got to do to get motivated. Or – well, I'm not going to say that because I know our age. <laughs> you know our audience. Good man. Yeah. If you are 18 and over, there's a scene in The Wolf of Wall Street that will get you fired up. <laughs> It will get you fired up. <laughs> Wolf, once you once you are of age, Wolf of Wall Street is a is a good movie. But Leonardo DiCaprio is the best. Leo is the time. best. Um, this is my piece of advice for the fans in 2021, and it is inspired by a boy, a, a kid by the name of Declan. He is the you know who he is, Drew. He's like at Mallard's, Mallard's Y, y? on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So he had me on his podcast earlier this week or last week, I guess you could say. And um, he was talking about like, I could tell he was like super into the stats of the league. And he said he did like a bunch of statistical analysis on the stuff, you know, on us mm-hmm. as a league. And I could tell like he seemed like almost embarrassed. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I know I'm like a little nerd doing all these statistical analysis. And I told him, and I'm, I'm, telling, sure you, that. I'm telling this to everybody else, like, whatever you, especially now, and it's like we're quarantined and we're not doing a whole lot socially, just like whatever you find interesting, especially if you're young, just just go for it and do it. Because yeah. I started juggling. I learned how to juggle, Tom. You learn to see, Drew's learning to juggle, and I'm learning to play the guitar. It's just, you just nice. do whatever, do whatever brings you joy and makes you happy. Not even just during young. quarantine. If you're passionate about something, like, do it. It's because I like, guarantee when you're older, it'll be cool. Someone like, be like, oh, you, you're like, you know, I do this, or like, you know, a lot about this. That's cool. Like, kids may be like, that's dumb, that's nerdy. But like, I guarantee when you're older, people will be like, oh, that's cool. yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like take that advice seriously when you're young. Cause like, I even still feel young. It's hard to remember that too. But you know, something yeah. to think about. You got to teach them young, right? Yeah, I teach them young, man. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, Tom. Thanks for coming on. It's always a oh, pleasure. Thanks for having me, Drew. I appreciate to have you this on. bootleg podcast we put together tonight. Bootleg. I hope I can interrupted two... by anchor errors and my mother walking into my room. Just had all that kinds of adventures. Last thing before we go, just because about you mentioned your mother. Do you remember um, in the preseason game? Yeah, or, no, <laughs> I knew you were gonna in say. one of the games. Your mom drove past and goes, "Go Mallards!" And it was the second car to say "Go Mallards," <laughs> and I was like, "I was like." How many Mallards fans are there? And you go, that's my mom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my bad. Well, yeah, because I live right next door to Colts Field, for those who don't know. So she was just going home. But Right after I said G- Gavin with a gay from the office, which is one of the best jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right. That's a good place to stop. All right. I think. All right. All right. Yeah, have a, have a good in. day, guys. Have a great year, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.